So I was curious uh, for the required question every time. How's the tour been going so far? Well, um, depends on which tour you're asking about. <laughs> I've been on tour with Therion now since January, mm -hmm. so it's been long, but it's been mm -hmm. really great. We've seen so many places and been in um, venues that fit as little as you know 300 people and venues up to you know. Well, Wacken, which was twenty-seven thousand people yeah. that we sang for, so it's been uh, it's been kind of a roller coaster a bit with with Therion, because as you can imagine, it's pretty. I think it's um, kind of niche within the even within the metal genre. Mm -hmm. So not everybody's into it, but the people who are are really into it. So the first three rows, three or four rows of every concert, people are like screaming and jumping up and down and singing along every single word. And then you have like the in-between mosh pit group. And then in the back, you have everybody's like, okay, I'm just here to hear the music and enjoy it. So, but it's been, it's been really good. Our um, last tour was just South America and it went very, very well, I think. Um, we had a wonderful time, especially in uh, Chile. It was just such a cool venue that we, we, uh, we played in. Gorgeous, but for Ace Madova, last night was our first show. Oh, okay. In San Francisco at Slims, wow. and uh, it was interesting. It was a, um, the stage was a little bit small uh, because uh, we, of course, have to set up in front of our drums in front of the other drums because mm -hmm. you know you don't want to move them once they're set. It's just that's a nightmare. It takes like a million hours then to reset the stage. Sure. So. There was about a foot <laughs> between the front of the stage and the drums, so I was on the side, and we were we were basically in the flying V formation. <laughs> it was very nice, <laughs> but I think technically the show went really well. Um, a few little things we're gonna hammer out tonight, hopefully, and, and improve on, because we're doing the same set tonight again, just so that we can uh, get a little bit of dust on our heels for the show. So, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing more shows for sure it's been a bit exhausting the past last night we got maybe like four hours of sleep my guys or mm. ad guys they drove all night mm. they got here 7 a.m and they slept for like maybe three hours today so we're all kind of in the same sleepy boat right now but tomorrow hopefully we'll all be able to sleep in a bit more and relax because we only have to go to la oh yeah. that's good and then ace medeva has a few days off while therion runs away to japan for like five days Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, is Ismadeva going to go to uh, Mexico recently? Because uh, I heard some rumors about that and, yeah. and maybe some licensing issues and other stuff. Well, or something for the DVD. it's most likely we will be licensed uh, for the new album, mm -hmm. um, the new CD, Dawn of the New Athens. That will be licensed. Um, I'm not sure who by yet, so I'm not going to make any announcements about that. But um, the DVD, we ended up just releasing it privately on YouTube. Okay. Because um, there were some licensing issues there. We didn't want to step on anyone's toes and um, just wanted to be as PC as possible about it. But we also wanted to get it out there. So that's a private way to do it. And, you know, people, it's, as far as I know, it's very difficult to download stuff off of mm -hmm. um, YouTube. So people can't illegally download very easily. I'm pretty sure you can disable that. And John's very conscientious about that. So John of Ace Medeva. Right. Of course. Right. The composer extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, has it been, well I guess since this is only like your second tour date, it's, it's uh, not necessarily a fully mature question, but uh, it, has it been taxing at least for the, for the last show to sing in both acts? 
or to perform both acts? You know, honestly, it's, this is kind of weird, I know, but for me, it's almost like uh, I, I feel like Ace Medeva's music is so different mm -hmm. that it really doesn't make a big effect. Um, I feel like it kind of warms me up, actually, for Therion. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> oftentimes with Therion's music, I mean, I'm singing stratospheric soprano stuff 99.9% mm -hmm. .9 of the time. So mm -hmm. it really, you know, demands more of a floating technique and, and warm-up for that for me in the dressing room is typically about half an hour. Because I, I really want to make sure, because I have to sing all the way up to a high C sharp. Sure. And I want to be able to do it clean and clear. But last night, first time, we did both sets. First, The first set, I was a little bit kind of, you know, still warming up a bit and had flown as well, so I was a little tired. <laughs> yeah, you know, the usual traveling mm -hmm. musician story. And uh, But uh, I thought that the set actually did a really good job of getting me ready for, you know, doing what I had to do with Therion. So I don't think it's going to be a problem. And I, I sing with proper technique because I've been classically trained to study for seven years and mm -hmm. study with a really really great teacher last couple during graduate school she was amazing and um, yeah so I'm not really I'm a little tired right now because I haven't eaten all day right. <laughs> except for energy drinks bad <laughs> idea people <laughs> uh, is there any kind of conditioning that you've decided to try and put yourself through so that you can do that or yeah perform? well uh, a couple things I uh, went I switched to a vegetarian diet I don't eat any meat except the occasional fish when I'm feeling protein deficient. Um, and then I also uh, started doing yoga regularly. I do Pilates. So I do more kind of physical things to get myself ready for it because I think that's one of the most important things you can do. And that's the thing that Christopher Johnson from mm -hmm. Therion uh, told me. And I'm so glad he did. He said, make sure you're in shape for this. And I definitely feel like I'm in some the best shape I've been since you know years right now because of doing the shows and being active so much it's really nice mm -hmm. that's cool yeah um, let's see uh, can you give me any details on how you got involved with uh, Isma Deva originally after Melissa's departure yeah um, it's pretty simple actually um, my friend Chris Kautzman mm -hmm. she got an email from John uh, because uh, John and uh, John has our bass player in Ace Medeva, his name is Christopher Quinn, uh, Chris Quinn, and he owns a violin making shop. And Chris knows the guy who used to be the boyfriend of Chris Kautzman. Yeah, it's really confusing. But anyway, the whole story is that she got contacted. He said, would you be interested in this maybe? And she saw the music, and she's actually a low alto. Oh. <laughs> and it was all really high soprano stuff. Mm. And she's like, oh, I don't think I can do this, but I might know somebody you'd be interested in or who would be interested in it as well. Like, I think you'd mutually mm -hmm. hit it off. And, and um, she, sent it, she sent the information to me. He sent me the scores, and I was intrigued because I've, I, w I'm, I used to be a really big metal fan mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was younger, like when I was in high school. And then I kind of went away because I you know, was studying classical music and really got into jazz and, and that, you know, like have basically run the gamut mm -hmm. of my interests. But... Um, uh, yeah, so it was, it's it funny, I just, he emailed me and said, would you be interested? And I said, yeah, I've sung back up with a couple bands in town, 
and um, really love metal. You know, my favorite, some of my favorite metal bands right now are Opeth, for example, mm -hmm. and I also like really experimental music like Porcupine Tree and mm -hmm. stuff like that, which they actually toured together, I think, a few yes, years ago. Yes, I believe they did. Which I missed, and yeah. I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Opeth and Dream Theater are touring. So. I know, that's what I heard. That's great. That's going to be an interesting show. Definitely. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, when did you learn to play the Bawu, I believe? <laughs> John gave me the Bawu and said, hey, you want to try? And I said, okay. Let me just practice. So um, I'm still learning. It's it, it's amateur. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the lips, how you hold your lips, it's so important how you hold them. And if you have any tension at all in your lips, your tone is for, you know, hmm. just crap. It just sounds terrible. So I'm still, I'm still learning. But I've been playing it ever since I started with Ace Medeva. Okay. Pretty much ever since our first show. Wow. That's, uh, that's been a while. Yeah. Um, how was your experience working with producer Neil Kernan? Well, mine was peripheral. I did actually never met Neil in person. I saw yeah. a couple emails from him, but um, that's pretty much it. We ended up at the last, you know, the last four or five months. I was brought on quite late into the game. Mm -hmm. They'd already been working on this project for a good two years mm -hmm. by the time I came along and started working and recording as well. And um, so I ended up recording everything with John, and then uh, everything was sent to Neil, and he mixed it and kind of you know did his magic with it at that point. So I never met him face to face. I, I hope I get to meet him someday because mm -hmm. I think he did a pretty damn good job. <laughs> the album sounds good, I think. So yeah, so peripheral for mm -hmm. me, unfortunately. But I would love to meet him someday. I know. Uh, I, well, I heard that John had to do a little bit of rearranging after the vocalist swap between you and Melissa. Was that a fairly seamless process? Um, yes and no. I think it was really more of a uh, an adjustment in the mind, honestly, mm -hmm. because uh, Melissa and I have different different voices, but some similarities. So I mean, we're both sopranos, obviously. That's the most obvious thing, but. But um, I have some strengths that, that she doesn't have, and she has some strengths that I don't have. Mm -hmm. So we did kind of play with uh, rearranging a few things, and I have a pretty strong middle range, mm -hmm. and uh, we use quite a bit of that, actually, on the recording. And um, that's something that was kind of new for John, I think, having somebody with, with a strong like belt range. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, instead of just a classical singer, which is right. what he's worked with. 99% of the time. Right. What originally got you interested in the uh, heavier material since you were classically trained? Or was that something, as you mentioned, that was just before you had even done any of the training for that? Um, you mean what got me interested in symphonic metal? Mm-hmm. John. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I've, I really was ensconced in doing classical music mm -hmm. for about eight years. That's all I was doing. It's just classical music. And then um, I met John. And I really, I've always wanted to be in a band, like since, since I can remember. But I never really thought it would happen. Mm -hmm. I just thought, how can a classical singer <laughs> be in a band and be in a rocking band? I don't want to be in just like some happy folk song band or something, you know? I want to be in a band that rocks. So um, this happened to be something that presented itself to me. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I want to be doing but before that I really I was pretty much ignorant of the entire symphonic metal genre that was happening with the female voice mm -hmm. so it's very exciting for me to be a part of that uh, on that note 
what, do you have any advice for any other classically trained vocalists who are interested in trying to get into the genre or something like that and aren't really familiar with how to go about that? Oh, hmm. Well, it was so serendipitous for me that I feel like, uh, I think, I think the thing is, the most important thing to do as a musician and as a singer is keep your options open, keep your mind open about doing certain things, and uh, don't limit yourself, because that's why I joined Ace Medeva. It's because my life had taken a very big change. I was um, no longer working in an office job at okay. that point, and I just decided I'm going to commit my, my, all of my career, all of my time to music. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I did that, I worked my ass off. <laughs> I sang all the time. I had nothing but music in my life. But then I kept saying yes, and then I found Ace Medeva. And the thing is, just you know, expand your horizons. Make sure that you're really familiar with all the different styles. Don't be afraid to try jazz. Don't be afraid to try classical. Don't be afraid to try rock, but just do it in a way where it's healthy so that you're you know, still singing with a technique that won't kill your voice. That's the most important thing, I think. Okay. Uh, as far as touring is concerned, what's the strangest or most bizarre thing that you've seen on tour uh, with either band at this point? <laughs> well, the most strangest or bizarre thing I've seen... Hmm, I'm trying to think. Well, you know, nothing's, it, it's all things that to me were bizarre, but for any band it's not bizarre. Like the other, uh, where were we? I think we were in, oh, we were in Mexico City. Some girl took off her bra <laughs> and threw it up on stage. Gave it to my, to my, uh, my chorus mate, <laughs> Thomas. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> okay, it's really padded. <laughs> but it was a pretty bra. No, so that was a little kind of funny. It was, I don't know, it, honestly, I think that it's been, uh, I'm sure there are lots of good stories that I could tell you if I hadn't, if I'd eaten today. It's okay. <laughs> so. It's okay. Um, what's been your best tour experience that you've had? Oh, wow. Well, just in terms of excitement level and mm -hmm. doing something that was beyond the pale was Vakken by far. Singing and play playing for 27,000 people is such a rush. It's awesome. And I love performing, so for me, that that was it. I mean, that's, that is the pinnacle, and I had a great time. We had kind of a wild set because it was Thomas Fickstrom's first show with us. Mm -hmm. So he was quite nervous, but um, he did a great job, and I just, I thought we, I, I had a great time. <laughs> I was, I was really charged about that. That, for me, that was probably the most exciting show we've done yet. But we haven't, we're going to Japan mm -hmm. uh, in a few days, so I might have a different story in a week. <laughs> you would uh, definitely be interested in doing Vakken again, though, if you had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. In a heartbeat. I don't care. Put me on the teeny little itty bitty stage. I don't care. I want to be there because I want to actually see the acts. We didn't really have much time mm -hmm. for watching the other sh other bands play. I only saw Morpheus. That was it. Oh, okay. And so um, I got to watch him from behind stage. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, what's the next album going to sound like? I heard that John wasn't planning on uh, composing or putting together much, really, any Doom material at all for the next one. Um, that it was going to be more upbeat, but uh, it's pretty aggressive sounding. It's much more. Um, 
I don't know how to describe it. It's it's got more of a militaristic slant almost because of the subject matter being 1984, mm -hmm. George Orwell's 1984. So it's really dealing with uh, being um, kind of a prisoner of of uh, a, a military state mm -hmm. of sorts, a state where no one has any personal say anymore or any personal freedoms and so there's much more of a kind of driving beat to it but there are also some moments where it's really beautiful lush moments like where um, Winston mm -hmm. realizes um, that he is um, he's really alone and that the thing that he re what makes him realize that is after his wife has left and um, he goes to a prostitute and he's just it's like this this sense of lassitude kind of takes over his mm -hmm. him and that's when he begins to start falling apart and then starts writing in the journal and his death is imminent and he knows that he's like I write he writes I am dead mm -hmm. <laughs> so it sounds like a, an intense yeah it's gonna be quite intense and I think it'll be more of a theatrical show actually we won't do a typical you know, come to the rock club and we'll all stand around. It's going to be actually staged, more of a staged type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, any idea who may uh, assist in producing the album? Because I've heard Neil's name thrown around. I heard James Murphy thrown around as a as possibility. I was curious. If I'm not really familiar yet because we haven't had a band meeting about the new album yet. We haven't had a production meeting okay. together as a group. John's pretty much uh, uh, been doing most of that on his own, I think, for now. But, of course, we'll eventually get together and start talking about it because we have to talk about you know how we're going to stage it and the music's done so okay yeah. um, well, that just about wraps up uh, awesome uh, what I was thinking oh, okay. and um, do you have anything any other uh, parting words for uh, the KUCI listeners and other people in the Irvine and SoCal area yes stay metal <laughs> <laughs> and stay symphonic and listen to Ace Medeva every day, because we are good for you, like vitamins. <laughs> vitamins for your soul. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you.